One of the reasons why I think we've been pretty successful as a show, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley here on You Better You Bet, we're always very honest and authentic with the audience. We tell you what's happening, whether it's good or bad. Uh, that major weather on the, uh, on, the, in, on the East Coast here, it's, uh, specifically in the Northeast, where I'm in New York City, Ken's in Connecticut. Uh, so Ken, right now, has lost power here. Uh, at his house. So we're waiting for Ken's power to turn back on. We'll get Ken back on the show at some point later this hour. Like, worst case scenario, Ken will do it on the phone, on a cell phone. We'll figure it out to get the rest of Ken's thoughts here on Week 16 in the NFL and his bets for tonight. But for now, Ken is trying to figure out how to get the power back on in his house. So people are like, where, where's Ken? Why is Nick doing this interview with Whale by himself? We're trying to get the power situation worked out here. Thankfully, and I got the dreaded text from Con Ed, like our energy provider here yesterday, like, hey, we're preparing for you to lose power because of heavy winds and storms in the area. Uh, fingers crossed. I think that I'll be good here, and hopefully Ken will be good also as we move along, and he'll get his power back on, and he'll join us back on video for the show. Worst-case scenario, we'll get Ken on the phone coming up a little bit later to give us his picks for tonight and the rest of the games for Week 16 in the National Football League. But before we get to all of that, including our bets next hour for the Eagles and the Seahawks on Monday Night Football, uh, it's always great to welcome him on a magnificent football Monday, one of our absolute favorite guests here on You Better You Bet, uh, and that is the whale capper, Drew Densick, betting analyst for our friends over at NBC Sports and co-host of the Deep Dive podcast with our buddy Andy Molitor. Whale comes on our show all the time. He's the best. Support him and check out his endeavors at NBC Sports and the Deep Dive podcast and follow him on Twitter at whale underscore capper. My friend, welcome back to the show. Happy Monday. Uh, how did week 15 NFL Sunday treat you, my friend? Uh, man, it was ups and downs. Um, I guess I'm kind of still... It feels like a big losing weekend, even though ultimately I scratched out a small profit. It feels like a big losing weekend because I believed in the Jets and they were not the right side. I believed in the Packers and they were not the right side. Uh, and a uh, couple of balls bounced against me in totals markets too. So uh, could have been uh, could have been something special, but ultimately uh, kind of a wash for me this weekend. Uh, um, you know, glad to. Glad, glad you cleared, cleared the air off the top there that, uh, you know, I, I, it, there's, it, it is, it is weather related. There's no truth to the rumor. I won't do appearances with Lockie and his Brock Purdy slander. Um, there's, there's no truth to the rumor. Uh, and, uh, also sympathies to you guys in the East coast dealing with weather. <clears throat> it was cloudy this morning. I was like, man, this is going to really make Monday you know, tough. You know what? Drew's in, Drew's in Southern California. I don't want to hear your BS. I almost cursed. I don't want to hear your BS, man. I don't want to hear this at all, dude. Why don't, why don't we start here, and we'll get to week 16 in a second. But curious to get your thought on Monday Night Football and look like, yeah. obviously, like we don't know who the quarterbacks are going to be. I think we think that Drew Locke is going to play for Seattle. Uh, Seattle elevating Sean Mannion to the active roster this afternoon, which would seem to indicate that like Geno's going to be inactive for the game and Drew Locke is going to start. And the Eagles have been bet out a little bit, as as you might expect, if Drew Locke's going to be the quarterback. Philly right now is a four-point favorite, well, on Monday Night Football. The total is 45, but like... We don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to play in this game. You know, dealing with an illness, traveled separately from the team in an effort not to get anybody else sick. You know, Adam Schefter was on the Pat McAfee show earlier today and said, like, I, he thinks it's like a true, like, coin flip that Hurts uh, plays in this game tonight. So, look, if you don't have an answer, totally fine. But maybe you've got, like, an if this, then that. Give us, like, 30 seconds here on Monday Night Football how you're looking to bet this game. And if you want to make it five seconds and say you've got nothing, we can just move on to uh, to the slate coming up this week. Oh, no, it's super fun to talk about. I mean, I don't remember another example like this where we had game day, you know, limits. You're, you know, you can get 
30 a click right now if you feel like it in this market. And yes, we don't know who either quarterback is going to be with high confidence. Um, I'm I'm fine saying lock is a lock. Um, I think the Geno Smith situation is very like tough to really get my head wrapped around. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the doubtful nature of, uh, some of the commentary coming out of Seattle camp is enough for me to assume that this is just the drew lock show. Uh, and yeah, the Hertz thing is fascinating because if he plays, he's going to be playing through, um, an illness that obviously was more than just a cold, uh, you know, the flu like symptoms that have been talked about. He's probably had, um, you know, a difficult time keeping down food and uh, just in general could be dehydrated. Like I wouldn't even assume if he does start, he's going to be anywhere close to as effective as we usually see him. And, on, you know, this is aside from the fact that he's been dealing with injuries, it feels like going on uh, about a month now. So um, Philly is in a really nasty spot. I don't understand why they're four point favorites. I would have just kind of made this a three. Uh, and I think it's not crazy to me that we ultimately get to uh, a three if it ends up being Mariota. Um, the big matchup that I'm kind of interested in this game is uh, really looking at uh, the Seattle O-line up against the Philly D-line. Philly D-line is kind of the only thing keeping that unit together. Uh, the linebacking core and safeties and, and uh, um, you know, injuries to slay now. Like the second, you know, the back half of that defense is just very susceptible. If you can give uh, Drew Locke time, he should be able to uh, do some damage downfield. He should be able to score some points. So, um, you know, the, <clears throat> the Seattle's offensive line has been badly hurt all season long. They're kind of finally at full strength. Uh, and uh, ultimately, if this ends up being Jalen Hurts is a go, um, I might make a, a late bet here on Seattle, uh, expecting that, uh, you know, on the other side of three, you're you're capturing a, a pretty decent amount of line value there. And I think um, just wait, wait, in wait, general, just this should in. be let, 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 me ask, let me ask yeah. you this, because I think you said something sure. really interesting there. And like, I want to make sure that we talk about this <clears> here. And let's say Jalen Hurts is, and again, like you use the word lock, for Drew Locke to start tonight, I I think like we're close to being there that it's a lock that Geno Smith is not going to play in this game. Now, if sure. Hertz doesn't play and it's Mariota against Locke, you think it'll close three? You think it will close Eagles minus three? And I ask that because if that's going to be the case, I'm going to take the three with Seattle, and that's going to be how <laughs> I choose to play the game. So like you you th- you don't think it would close less than three? You think it closes three if it's Mariota at Locke? Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting that the pricing right now is 50-50, right? Like if this was Hertz, I think it you know ticks back to a solid four. If it's Mariota, it's probably a, a, a maybe a, a, a reduced juice three, uh, but I don't think it goes to two and a half. I think there's uh, you know there, there's there's enough. He's brutal. Uh, who Mariota? Mariota. I mean, look, Locke's not yeah, great well, I'm, either, I'm but Mariota's yeah, terrible. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I, I don't want any part of him. <laughs> I'm not going to be betting the Eagles anyway. Here, uh, I just kind of would like uh, a little bit more of a known, known, uh, you know, a little bit more clear understanding of who the Eagles are going to war with here before playing Seattle. Because, like, you know, Mariota not going to change anything in terms of the Eagles' likelihood to win the game necessarily. But I do think he at least is a little bit uh, more challenging to. You know, to defend on the ground, uh, and uh, if you have a dual threat, you, there's definitely scope to uh, to make the Seahawks defense hurt a little bit more, I guess. So, um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I think this is uh, Seattle or pass, and basically every way you want to slice it. And uh, uh, Drew Lock, not a guy that I love going to war with, but uh, against the sick Jalen Hurts or uh, against uh, Mariota, I'm fine with that. 
You better you bet here. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley will be back with us um, at some point before the show goes off the air. Ken dealing with some power issues at his house in Connecticut, like crazy storms here in the Northeast. We are joined right now by the whale capper, Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports and the Deep Dive Podcast on Twitter at whale underscore capper. I want to hit like three more things with you over the course of the interview. So maybe give me like 60 seconds or so, 60 to 90 on these answers. Um We'll get to like MVP, and I want to get your thoughts on the Dolphins and Cowboys if it's not your answer here. As of right now, what's your favorite look coming up for Week 16 in the NFL? Could be a side, could be a total. Yeah, I, I mean, like moth to a flame, I can't stay away from this Ravens-Niners uh, primetime. It's Christmas Day game. Um, I love the over Christmas here. Christmas night, think, technically. Christmas night, yeah, yeah. Christmas night game. Uh, I love the over here. Uh, absolutely uh, think this should be on the north side of 47. Uh, the Ravens defense is definitely um, a unit you want to bet on when they're playing a team like the Jaguars. I had a lot of Ravens stick yesterday and uh, thought it should have been closer to like a four, four and a half point line. And it was because I thought that you were going to get an A out of that Ravens defense up against uh, a unit that is one dimensional uh, and can, you know, you can absolutely kind of trick up uh, an offensive line that has moving pieces and health issues with uh, some of your, um, you know, kind of advanced pressure concepts. Now that will not work in my opinion, against San Francisco. I think San Francisco's offense is going to have no problem scoring on the Ravens' defense. And I think the Niners' uh, defense has showed you yesterday that they are you know, a little bit susceptible, particularly to a mobile quarterback. So um, I think the Ravens' offense is still a little bit of a buy low right now. Niners' and Ravens' defenses are sell highs. Uh, so 46 to the over uh, is my favorite look for week number 16. All right, so, well, Christmas night over with the San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you know, the two quarterbacks in that game, the two top choices in the betting market for NFL most valuable player. Brock Purdy is now like a, a pretty big favorite here, and I'll get the uh, the exact number right now at BetMGM as I refresh my screen. Purdy is sitting right now at minus 200 at BetMGM. That's even been bet up a little bit over the course of this afternoon. Purdy minus 200. Lamar is plus 500 now, and again, they play on Christmas night. Dak is down to six following Dallas's blowout loss in Buffalo. Josh Allen now is at 10 after Buffalo blows out Dallas. Jalen Hurts is at 11. Also, like, I don't think he can win. Christian McCaffrey at 12. Uh, who like single-handedly won tons of fantasy football matchups yesterday, but that's whatever. Um, <laughs> well, do you have a thought here on most valuable player and if there's a valuable bet to be made right now in the market here in about a minute? Uh, I think the current pricing is probably about correct, and I think this is a two, two-horse race now between Purdy and Lamar. Um, so Purdy, not Josh I think, Allen? You don't think Allen no, could potentially no. win if they went out? I don't think there's any scope for Allen. Uh, I don't think there's any scope for Allen or Dak after the results this last weekend. And I think realistically, uh, um, if you want to play some long shot bills, like I still think they're alive to win the AFC East. I know the Miami Dolphins took care of business convincingly yesterday without Terry Kill, but uh, three to three tough tests for them to land this plane. Um, Purdy to me, I think is a pretty easy decision. Uh, his advanced statistical profile is like top four all time among quarterbacks going back to 1999. Uh, the idea that the voters aren't going to get behind him, I think, can be pretty easily dispelled when you look at 1999 specifically, where Court Warner kind of came out of nowhere, uh, was the clear winner in terms of total EPA on the balance of the season, had the best team, best record, you know, one thirty, you know, got uh, 33 out of 50 votes for the MVP. Like, that's kind of where we stand right now. And as you look at Purdy's EPA per play numbers, again, like the only t- players who have ever over the balance of a season done better than Purdy has done this year were Aaron Rodgers in 2011, Tom Brady in 2007, and Peyton Manning in 2004. 
the common theme between all three of those campaigns, the quarterback uh, uh, named was a near unanimous choice for MVP. I really just don't think that it gets any more complicated than the best team is the Niners. They're the best team by margin right now, and virtually everybody's ranking. Even if you don't make numbers, like your power rating is like one Niners, big gap, two could be any of these teams, right? Like that's kind of the common, you know, uh, you know, prism that everybody's looking at the NFL through right now. And when you have best team, best player, it's pretty straightforward. That quarterback for that team, um, you know, gets uh, gets the credit for the wins, gets the credit for what he has done this season, which has been truly, you know, out, out of this world impressive. Nobody's even talking about the fact that Brock Purdy went under the knife in March, Nick. He got elbow surgery in March. We did not know if he was going to play in week one. And not only has he played, but he's outperformed every other quarterback in the NFL. It's absolutely amazing to me. Uh, it's quite a story to tell. And I think uh, Purdy is uh, the rightful choice. And we'll run away with this award. Ten, ten seconds here for this because I got one more. We don't have a ton of time left. So ten seconds on this. So you think Purdy's going to win? Even Ken Ken said earlier in the show that that probably like, probability wise, Purdy's the most likely to win. He's minus two hundred. Is there a bet to be made right now on him? Like, is Purdy worth laying minus two hundred? If the answer is no, that's totally okay. In about ten seconds here, because I got one more for you. Yeah, no, I th- I think that that's it's not worth laying in my opinion. I, there because there is a chance that Lamar beats him head to head. And there's a chance that Lamar backs that that backs it up and beats uh uh you know beats Tua the next week and at that point like two really high profile uh, wins for a player that everybody already has anchored to MVP candidacy and Lamar Jackson would be a problem for Purdy uh, but Purdy needs to regress pretty aggressively statistically to uh, to really kind of give give up a favorite status but uh, Lamar there is scope for him to win still I think but it's very small. I, I kind of think the Niners are going to smash them. Ken and I will talk about that game coming up a little later <laughs> on Christmas night. And let's close with this, my friend. Like, only like 30 seconds for the answer here. Mm-hmm. Just even if you don't have a bet, the game of the weekend in the National Football League, Miami, I guess like San Francisco-Baltimore is the game of the weekend, but that's on Christmas. The game of the day on Sunday is Miami and Dallas and South Beach. The Dolphins right now, one and a half point home favorites. We feel like Tyreek Hill is going to play in the game most likely. So Miami, one and a half, total 51 uh, I said in the last segment, I think Dallas my favorite. Dallas to win my favorite bet of the week. Uh, do do you have a bullish thought on this game one way or another? Here, only thirty seconds for the answer. Yeah, no, I'm with you on Dallas being the right side here. Uh, I need to get a little bit better understanding and, and rewatch some of the game tape against Buffalo. But this is a less hostile environment, surely. Um, and I think the pass rush for uh, Dallas has a much easier task against a Miami uh, offensive line that's been dealing with cluster injury situation. Uh, and I think ultimately, uh, to a, if you can get to him with quick pressure, you can really impact his performance to the bad. Uh, and I think that's the path to victory for the Cowboys. So big, big, uh, big week for Michael Parsons, who's kind of inexplicably or defensive player of the year favorite right now but uh uh, that said i like the cowboys this week against the dolphins my friend sincerely appreciate the time uh i'm I'm not going to tell Lockie what you said about you not wanting to do a spot with anymore on twitter at whale underscore deep dive podcast nbc sports good luck with all the bets my friend stay well we won't talk to you next monday obviously because you know it's christmas we'll have the day off very merry christmas my friend to you and your family happy holidays and we'll talk to you soon Absolutely. Happy holidays to you and the listeners. Pass on my best to Lockie. And uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy uh, being on the show with you every time. Take it easy. The great Drew Dinsick here with us on You Better, You Bet. A couple updates before we uh, before we hit the commercial break. Number one, uh, we thought the power is still out on Ken's block, but Ken will call in. So we'll have Ken on next segment. Ken will just be on the phone. And Jalen Hurts has arrived in Seattle. It, it looks to me like he's going to play in the game. We'll talk about it coming up next. And Lockie will rejoin us here on You Better, You Bet.